Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Pastor David Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor David teaches through God's Word. response that is not the the fleshly response. Love your enemy. Give him a cup of water. And for context, I mean, this was written to first century Rome. Romans. So the government that he's saying to honor was feeding people to lions, lighting them on fire. I mean, it's brutal. The government seems like it is bigger than life sometimes. It can be overwhelming thinking about the control it has on our lives. Yet, we are called to honour and respect those who are in control of leading our government. Today, Pastor David encourages us to pray for them and overcome the things we don't like by doing the right thing. Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast, subscription information and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor David in the book of Romans chapter 13 as he continues his message, Kingdoms. His love is the main thing. Honoring authority honors God. Again, this is not saying that every decision that authorities make is from God, but it is saying that the people who are in those positions are occupying a position that we must respect. God says the authority is from him. They're put in that place by him. This is a hard truth, but it's really clear. In scripture, he repeats it throughout. One of the clearest examples to me, Jesus told Pilate, you would not have this position if God had not given it to you. In 1 Samuel, in the Old Testament, King Saul was anointed by God to be king. The people of Israel wanted a king. They wanted an impressive king to look like the other nations. So God gave them Saul, who was like six foot something. They said he was a head taller than everybody else in the nation. You know, impressive, big man. But he was full of ego and he got off track. And so God anointed David to be his replacement. And Saul grew jealous and started hunting down David. And David said, I can't kill him because he's God's anointed. David was capable. David was a better military man. He knew how to fight and had repeated opportunities to take Saul's life. And Saul had already been rejected by God. But David respected the anointing and trusted God to do it. God tells Pharaoh that he raised up Pharaoh in Exodus. That he might display his power against him. God says, I raised you up that I might show that he might show his power, that God might show his power show that the gods of Egypt weren't comparable, that he was, they were nothing compared to him. But he allowed Pharaoh, he gave Pharaoh that position. And again, I think it's important to remember, we all have authority. Everybody has some degree of authority. 
And none of us is really worthy. But God works through the broken decisions. He will work through those things. But understanding this, remembering he's going to bring, he's going to set it right in time. We need to understand, though, that we have a responsibility to honor those in authority. And I think a big part of that is that it models sacrifice, submission, humility, order to our world that is being trained by our spiritual enemy toward chaos and selfishness, disorder. Think about the same spiritual enemy who will work through a wicked leader to bring destruction will work through that destruction to foster bitterness in the heart of the victim. And then both lose. If I'm holding on to hatred, it damages my heart. It doesn't solve anything. Remember, what we're reading here today is a continuation of what we read last week in Romans 12. At the end of Romans 12, we read, Beloved, do not avenge yourselves. Rather, give place to wrath, for it's written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. In so doing, you will heap coals of fire on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. We already spoke about the vengeance part, right? Revelation 19, God says, I'm going to deal with it. Our responsibility is to overcome the evil with good. We need to choose toward this. And that's not meaning overcome by having the better moral position and shouting louder. What he means is overcome evil with a response that is not the the fleshly response. Love your enemy. Give him a cup of water. And for context, I mean, this was written to first century Rome. The Romans. So the government that he's saying to honor was feeding people to lions, lighting them on fire. I mean, it's brutal. Jesus had only been crucified a few years before this, and now the church was under intense persecution from the Roman government. Just a few years later, in Acts 23, Paul, who wrote Romans, we're told, Paul, looking earnestly at the council, he was in court, He said, men and brethren, I have lived in all good conscience before God until this day. This is like his opening remarks, right, in court. And the high priest, who is the local government, commanded that those who stood by him strike him on the mouth. Then Paul said, God will strike you, you whitewashed wall. You sit to judge me according to the law and you command me to be struck contrary to the law? Now Paul was probably going blind at this time based on what he's written in some of the other letters. Those who stood by said, would you revile God's high priest? Then Paul said, I didn't know, brethren, that he was the high priest. It's written, you shall not speak evil of a ruler of your people. I shouldn't have said that, sorry. That's a hard apology to make with a busted lip. He's just been punched in the mouth. And it feels unjust, right, to apologize at all. And it is unjust. That's not the end of the issue. Paul's backing off here, Paul's acknowledgement there was not a dissolution of justice. Paul's not doesn't have the authority to. That's Paul saying it's in God's hands. Paul backed off and entrusts it back to God. 
And when we do that, again, we undermine the work of the devil in the hearts of the people around us, the real spiritual enemy. We come back through the love, through the humility. Everybody would have understood if Paul had not backed down, right? I mean, they just punched him in the mouth. And they knew that was illegal. That was, they knew that was contrary to the law. Everybody would have understood. Paul, I don't care if he's the high priest. He shouldn't be telling people to punch me in the face. Right? It doesn't matter who you are. Don't punch me in the face. But I'm sure it stuck with them. His dignity and strength to honor God's word and honor the position and honor the authority. That doesn't make sense. The guy with his with Paul's blood on his knuckles, probably remembered that the guy said sorry. Again, honoring human governments honors God. It's a way for us to testify that our hope is higher than just the immediate circumstances. My life is not bound up in the government. My life is bound up with Jesus. The government can do what it does. Right? The nations can do what they'll do. And I'm not at their mercy. And it proves his power because that takes supernatural power, right? To not lash back out. It's evidence of the Spirit. It's fruit of the Spirit in our lives. It manifests. We're going to keep unpacking this more as we go through the chapter, but I want to make it practical for a second for us. For us, submit to governing authorities. Render honor to your leaders. Refuse to speak evil of your politicians. Refuse to speak evil. In James, he warns, he's like, you use the same tongue to bless God and curse the man made in his image. Hypocrites, we are when we do that. Can the same well bring forth bitter and sweet? He said, he's like, you're poisoning the whole thing. It's right to have opinions and be involved. I'm not saying don't be involved. And vote and care about it. But we can do that without dehumanizing We can do it graciously. Respect your local government, police, laws. I have to watch it with the speeding bin. But it matters. I was convicted about it. It matters how we treat the law in our environment. is one of those books that you go to if you want the foundational pieces of Christianity. It provides you with the solid backbone of what to believe as a Christian. Today, you heard just one message from a whole series in the book of Romans. As you continue listening to these teachings, you'll notice God's intent and heart in bringing salvation to every lost soul. There are some verses in the final chapter that say, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. It's remarkable when you think about it. Have you gained some great insights from today's teaching? If you'd like to hear more messages like this one, check out our podcasts page at mainthingradio.com. You can also find us on Instagram. Follow the link on our website. Again, that's mainthingradio.com. We'd love to hear from you too. If you have any questions about what you heard, or if you'd like prayer, give us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 305-531-2730.
We're so glad you joined us today in the Book of Romans. Our time with you is about up, but we look forward to what God wants to teach each one of us next time. Connect with the Lord on your own and make sure to come back here for our next edition of Main Thing Radio.